Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about Hey, Polly. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. They you won't believe what's movie. happening in the world in this police question. All I heard, all I heard was the guys were, were, were printing up some articles, and all I heard was the guys go, I think I hear Josh Shelley Bolton. I go, what time is he? He goes, it's after 10. <laughs> it's after 10. You did it, man. Get in there, baby. Get in there. You know what article I'm pulling up? What, what? are you pulling up? I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, let me help you with this. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your hands yourself. You get a haircut, Mr. Unless you really mean it. I got a haircut. You look fresh. I don't, don't I look. Ref- I look refreshing, don't I? You can say you can say you have a man crush on me. I do a little bit. You can say it. If I was a man, I'd. <laughs> if you were a man. If I was a man, I'd have a man crush on you. <laughs> I got. I got dangling. I like yeah, you it. You got a lot going on. Do you got Facebook on? Yeah, well, I like I it. I'm doing dangle. So, oh, he's going to fix me. <laughs> Print and touch pop it, there touch you it. There we go. So what were you doing? What, what did I miss? Martellus Bennett says 89% of all NFL players use marijuana. What, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, but wait a minute. Is that not going to like outrage the, the hierarchy of... Bennett explained NFL players use it for reasons other than getting high. What are <laughs> reasons, the other reasons? Reasons which have been behind the push of many to allow the use of medical marijuana as an alternative to opioid painkillers and other prescription drugs. So... Evidently, he's claiming that because of the aches and pains that these guys have playing in a violent sport, that a lot of them seek the the uh, the relief of smoking Budokangata. I I believe it. I, I totally believe it. Especially well, if you're in one of those states where it's legal. What's it matter then? Well, hang on a second. It's not. There are some states where it's just legal to smoke it now. Yeah. And and there was that. There was the story about well, if you made it legal, less and less people. No, that didn't happen. Yeah. More people move to the state. Yeah. Colorado's like a gold rush. It's like back in the days yeah. when they were silver mining. Yeah, they're just printing all money sto- at this point in Colorado. Oh, totally. <laughs> all the stoners are all living there going, that's really great, man. Like their schools have gold floors now. Yeah. Like it's just like, it's Mecca. Exactly. And then California, that you can do pretty much anything out there, right? No, California, I don't think pot's legal. Not I, yet. Not yet. No, they'll make it. It's coming, yet. though. Yeah. Well, go, go Google the movie 420. I told you when I'm the, the mayor of Humboldt County. I know, and right? I to <laughs> You're tied to Vern Troyer. Me and Vern. Me and Vern go way back. Yeah, I know you do. How's old Vern doing? I, I, he, I think he's still locked up in a 5150. I don't know what he's doing. Is he still 5150? That's a yeah. long time to keep somebody in under those charges. What do you got, Mole? Nothing. You got nothing I'm right now? I'm smoke a doob. I'm a little <laughs> sore today. Yeah, he's sleepy and sore today, so you're not going to have the same energetic call uh, you're used to having. We're not going to get him. We're gonna have, he's going to have a Salzone episode. He's back. He's back, yeah. What's ha- What happened? Nothing. I'm just tired. It's Thursday. Why are you tired? The week catches up to me. I'm a very busy man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much radio. I know. So nobody works harder than this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, he's the hardest working man in the business. Who was that? Was that uh, Elvis? Who was it they said? Hardest working man of the business. Yeah. I think they've all had that moniker at some point. No, no, no. There was one of them. And the Hard- hardest working man in the business. And it was like it was like Frank Sinatra, one of these guys who they labeled that. <laughs> That's Paulie. Paulie's our Frank Sinatra. Paulie? Uh, James Brown was the hardest working man in show business. That was it. James Brown. James Brown. Brown. That was it. 
I, mean, I knew it was one of those. We were watching baseball fights. Did you see those baseball fights that happened? No, I got a better story for you. Yeah? I got a better story for you. You ready for this? Yep. A lawsuit filed on Tuesday in Indiana accuses Purdue basketball player Isaac Hayes of knowingly infecting at least one woman with chlamydia. Oh, oh no. In addition, no. To, in addition, Hayes, who finished up his senior season in March, the suit also names Purdue University, whose doctors allegedly did not document Hayes' medical treatment, and a female associate of Hayes's. Uh, according to the letter from the woman's lawyer, one of the lawsuits exhibits, exhibits she is seeking $1 million in damages. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 Don't dun. let go of that lawsuit. Yeah. Come Isaac on, baby. Hayes. It's time to rock. I love this song. It's on my phone. How much I love this song. It's a long prelim before we're going to hear him sing. I'm, I'm grooving out. Okay, okay, leave it on. Tell us more about Isaac Hayes. But chlamydia, Don't you can just go. get rid of. Is that one right, of the no, easy whoa, whoa, whoa. ones? So listen. So, yeah. It's like get, giving someone the flu. Right. <laughs> All right, but here's what's great about it. So here's the text messages. All right, here's the text message. It's from him. Um, I'm sorry, uh, G damn. Um, I feel like such an a-hole. I should have worn one until I knew for sure, and even then, still worn one. And then he writes, F, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so she writes... I wouldn't beat yourself up about it too much. So she's being forgiving to him. And he says, well, I mean, WTF, it could easily have been prevented. I just had to freaking grow up. So he's he's taking account. Now, this means he knew he had had it. He told her he had it. He told her that he thought it. he was under the impression that it was gone. She's having unprotected sex with this guy consensually, knowing that he already had this problem. Does she not bear any responsibility in this? But did he? But did she know before? Like, do you go she into it? She knew before. He she asked him. He said, "I had chlamydia, but I believe that I don't have it anymore. But I had it." Well, he should have been more careful. He told her. Mm. Now, if I woke up and she and someone says to me, "I have so and so," back in the day when I would when I was single, I would look at that and I go, "Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to cover it all up anyway, just in case." And I'm going to cover it all up anyway, anyway. See, I'm such a hypochondriac, I check out immediately. You had what? Goodbye. <laughs> right, exactly. Never. Who? How, no, goodbye. You so, had a cold once? Goodbye. I don't care how hot you are. So here, here's the interesting thing, too. This guy's going to go the NBA. He's going to the NBA. So she's looking at that. He's going. And she's thinking, you know what? I know how to get rid of my chlamydia. <laughs> a million okay. bucks to get rid of that for me. Wouldn't it mess up? It's okay, baby. Yeah, I that's right. It. Yeah, that's right. That's all There's right. so many Isaac Hayes jokes I want to crack right now. <laughs> I have to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think you go with Shaft. Can you play Shaft first right now? Yeah, for sure, man. But like, right? It's penicillin and it's gone. You could sue for a million dollars for giving somebody like something you can get well, rid of but, overnight. But, but, but you have to take some responsibility no, for I your get actions. That. I get that, but a million bucks My for God. giving somebody a strep throat, you know? <laughs> a cold? Strep vagina? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, are there lasting causes? Or doesn't it, like, lay dormant in your spine? Or am I thinking of something else? I'm not a doctor, in case you haven't picked up on that.
You know what? Look, I, I, I'm up. I, I'm you selling this. You don't want story. it. Yeah, I mean, listen. You don't want anything that's got got to do with the fu- the poo poo and the flu flu <laughs> yeah. and the hoo hoo. Please don't use please don't use medical terms on me. I don't know what you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. You definitely don't want to do that. So, I mean, we're not going to take any responsibility for actions. It's all his fault. Uh, you know what? Uh, again, how do we know she didn't have it? They weren't tested before. He was clean. She may have given it. To, that's the angle I would do if I was flipping hot. the script on her. I would. I'd flip the script. Show me. A, show me. A uh, a clean chlamydia test yeah. from her. If I'm him, I'm going after her. I'm I don't sooner. know you didn't give it to me. Maybe you gave it to me. I'm suing her for 10 tuna cans. Wow. Wow. I am. Uh, it says it's curable. Repeat infections are common. You should get tested again about three months after you were treated. I think she had it. I do. You're damn right. You're damn right. Who's the man? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> Shut. I like it. I like it. This is not where I was expecting to go today. You weren't expecting there to go into social diseases? No. Don't be afraid. This show, this show knows no boundaries, my friend. There's no bounds. Did you no see the baseball boundaries. fights, though? I did. You know, I, I got to say, uh, whatever happened the days when you just really clocked each other, though? It's like, they're not, they're not real. It's kind of it's kind of fake. I think it's fake. That was bench-clearing brawls, man. They were They were coming out of the bullpen. There was a couple of good swipes, but, you know... It's, it smells of Don Zimmer stuff to me. You know what I mean? It just, it's just not. I, I, I want to see Kermit Washington and Rudy Tomjanovich. That was a life, nearly a life-ending punch. That's what, but that's what. That's that's if you're gonna if you're gonna swing at somebody, you know. And and I I had a a history in my life where I had a really bad temper, and so I would never. I'd always hold back and say. Until I'm ready to punch this person right in the face, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I always draw the line up. My father instilled this in us. If he touches you, you got a green light. So if someone actually, but but I was a I was a jerk. I'd be the first one going, "What's the matter? You want to hit me?" You know, like I I would get an inch away from the person going, right. "You want to hit me, don't you?" You know, and I try to try to get them to do it. I try to I try to push the button. And but I wasn't allowed. We were got in big trouble if we had fights in my house. But Austin got beaten by the ball, right? He got hit by the ball. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this earlier, and and so it, you, the worst guy to be was uh, if you beaned a guy, or, or or better yet, if a guy hit a big home run. So if if Judge hits a big home run, the next time he gets up, or the next guy up after him gets one thrown right at his head. Yeah. You know, it's like a message pitch. Now you're not literally throwing it at ninety eight at his head. If you're a, if you're a guy that can throw it in the upper nineties, you're probably bringing it down to like. 90 you know, yeah, but, but, yeah. but enough time for him to get out of the way and you're throwing it inside and really tight but not at him to hit him now other times you throw it 85 right at him and, and and you hit him in the hip or something to give him a message that you know but that guy when the bench clearing brawl happens and you know the next guy up's going to get it how much does it suck being the the, <laughs> the relief pitcher that comes in and goes well, I got to throw it at him now, you know. And then the next guy's Mookie Wilson. He's going, man, I don't want to get up there. He's going to throw it at me. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, it's coming. Yeah. You know, but but those were those were traditions in baseball that we knew were going to happen. And if you did, we were going out to the mound and charging. But guys actually swung at each other, and I didn't see this. Pro- Is it the real deal? 
I mean, uh, are they, are they I mean, brawling, brawling? They're or? a pretty good fight. It gets in a pile, yeah. It, uh, everybody, I don't understand why the bench is clear. Why can't they just fight and we stay out of it? Well, in basketball, <laughs> you're getting fined. In you hockey, you let the two guys fight. You don't get involved. So you just want the batter and the pitcher to yes, fight right on the mound? That'd yeah, be and you kind do, of fun. You do what the, the can't most batters for a minute. Is it, is, is it just me or can't most batters beat the crap out of the pitcher? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in hockey, if they start going at it, <coughs> the ref just kind of gives them a minute, lets them throw a couple haymakers, and then they get in and break it up. Do that in baseball. The ump should stand back, let them get a couple hits in, and then, all right, we're done here, guys. Yeah, I think because it's not a full-blown contact like hockey sport, mm-hmm. um, they're going to trim that back. You know, you don't see a lot of fights in football because it's such a – put it on, play it. You don't, you don't see them because it's, it's a huge contact sport. Baseball is technically a contact sport when you slide into people and break up a double play and all this other stuff. But it's not yeah. really Well, that's what led to this was a guy went spikes high into second yeah, base. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And he, t- he, he was upset about it. Look at this. They're going out. They're getting out. They're warming it up. Guys are coming out. I like it. I like it. But see, see now, now, here's my problem with it. So he's mouthing off to him. The guys are coming out to around second base now. Now there's more Yankees there, and there's more Red Sox, and the and they're coming out from the bullpen. But, but no one's swinging. What is this? It's it's like a church meeting. They might as well be singing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not sloppy like, like, enough for No, it. no. But he, listen, if you wanted to do something, he'd have popped up and said, "Yo," and and he would have swung at him. He would have swung at him. Period. Yeah. Now they're they're lot. Yeah. Now it looks like they're going to go. And oh, look at oh, this. Oh yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. good fight. Yeah, that's a nice. The fight. second one was better. Yeah, the second one was much the Yankees, better. The, the Yankees Red Sox fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got heated up, and the second one it looks like they're going. But again, it's if I'm running out, and I'm going to run out to see all these guys. The, you know, you, you know when you kind of square off with the guy you're going to go with, like you find your guy, and then you're alone with him. Mm-hmm. Where, where's he? He's not swinging though. It's kind of like this holding and because he's waiting for his boys to show up. No, they're all out there right uh, now. Yeah, they're just oh, kind of out there. Around. They're all out there right now. It's kind of like a, I, I, I a tickle see, fight. I, I want to see somebody throw something. It's a little slap fight. We're going to review fight. the tape a little bit more. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. The Planet Fitness Galaxy Cup Series concludes this Friday in Utica as the Crunch take on the Comets. Count at a Crunch time is at 645. Punch drop at 7 on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. And we're back. So, this guy Haas, what are you going to do? You're, I, I want you to, to go ahead and placate me right here. So, you're... So, yeah, we're talking about... This guy Haas is Purdue University basketball player who graduated his, this, this liaison he had with this woman, uh, and he gave her supposedly chlamydia. First of all, Your Honor, so, so we're going to have... Would you ever be the attorney? I would... Uh, or the judge? I'll be the judge. You're the judge? All right. So, uh, you are going to uh, uh, Polly the Mole will be the attorney for the plaintiff. Uh, Sally Lou, who gives it up too soon. And uh, um, she's Asian too soon, her name is. And uh, and I will uh, uh, defend Haas. Uh, your final argument, sir. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I would defend him. Oh, you do, you want to take him? Well, no, I'm just saying like it's bothered me You were me given all the break. assignment, counselor. I was just saying it's bothered me all break that you can give somebody something that's curable with $5 worth of medicine. And sue him for a million dollars? Well, this is the inconvenient form of her vagina. <laughs> Daniel made a good point, though. He said you can get in a car accident and injure yourself, and you can be yeah. cured. you can fix a broken bone, but you can still sue for it. 
Yeah, you, well, you can sue for pain and discomfort. You can sue for, in this case, I'm sure, itching and rubbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pain and discomfort. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, uh, also, I'm sure there's, uh, um, you know, for a woman more than a man, I think she probably had to go to the doctor and be examined and the embarrassment and the inconvenience and who knows how many other guys she was banging on the side <sighs> that she had to. That she yeah. had to hold off on. The whole team's got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Remember that scene in That's terrible. Remember that scene in Spinal Tap where they all have cold sores? Yeah. Like yeah. all of them were just in the same I room. I was with just cold talking sores. about Chris Guest. Oh. I was just talking about him too. He directed me in a movie years My ago. My boilermaker's burning it <laughs> Oh. Yeah, man. I, I I personally think that, you know, that kind of thing you both have. Now, ironically, if you were HIV positive and did not declare that to someone, you can actually be arrested for attempted murder. Yeah, in California, though, it's there's no punishment for it anymore. What do you mean? They made it perfectly legal for you to do that in California. It's perfectly legal for you to know that you have a potentially life-ending disease and have sex with a person. So that law has changed in California? Yeah, this year they changed it. Did, did they, do you know more about why they would change that law? That is a weird I have law. no idea, but I remember the headline. It's the same thing that you shared yesterday of the the vote to, that you can no longer have sex with animals, and 10 people voted against it. <laughs> like, yeah, 10 people are like, yeah, we still want to have sex with animals. Don't worry, honey. It's only you that I love. <laughs> in, in, ten, in Louisiana, a county down there, they voted 25 to 10 to ban having sex with animals, and I had two problems with it. Why... There's no need to be a law on the books. In 2018, <laughs> is that law just hitting the books? <laughs> and why are 10 people voting against it? Listen, you know, my, my wife, she gets tired sometimes. Don't you tell me how to live. She gets tired. You're going to take away our guns, our ammunition, and our sheep? Come on, man. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, John Calipari reportedly told a recruit that he is going to stop recruiting a certain type of player. And uh, I went on to read this article. You know, is there any coach that's more full of it than John Calipari? He's slimy, but he's, he hasn't been really... Bu- I mean, he got busted at UMass and Memphis. Well, no. He, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, and, but, he, and then he bolts yeah. and goes somewhere else and leaves the wake of destruction behind him. So the gist of the story is... Yeah, and it's just I'm calling such BS on it. So he he's sitting with the with the the kid, the recruit, who's like a five star, and the guy is known for his three point ability. He's or she's a shooter. So Calipari goes on in front of the father, and now when, when you're the parent of these recruits, you want to sit there and you want to know that. Hey, listen, you know you're Patrick Ewing's father, and and you want to know that you're going to run the low post and you're going to get the ball into him, and he's going to shine and excel to move him and highlight him so he gets in a high you know, draft pick in the NBA, blah, 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 blah. So Calipari turns and goes, look at Kansas and look at the teams that succeeded this year, Villanova and blah, 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 blah. And they're all three-point shooting teams. I'm going to go to a multiple guard offense where we have nothing but three-point shooters. All we're going to do is chuck it up from three-point range. That's the way to go, blah, blah, blah. So the father is getting all fired up going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Kentucky sounds really good because we want to shoot the three-pointer every time it hits my kid's hands. So he's telling this father... Do you think that Calipari has any intention of changing the way he plays the game? No, or, he's, he's, he's going to do the uh, the old bait and switch. Once he gets a kid to sign, he's going to go, yeah, I changed my mind back. Yeah, We're going to shoot every uh... once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because another thing, too, that I don't know if people think about, but certainly 
you know, within your league or your conference, if you don't get him, someone you play is going to get him. Yeah. So if he ends up going to Clemson, you're screwed because you got to face the sharpshooter for probably at least two years. You know, I mean, with the one and done thing, maybe not, but still, you're going to have to face him. So you're in just as much a battle to get him. It's interesting because I've heard Paulie say before to me, well, we don't need a guy like that. We already have two shooters. No, you don't want to have to face him at Clemson. Yeah. If you don't get him, you can never have, if he's that good a player, you don't want him to go to Boston College or to go to Pitt mm-hmm. and cost you two losses over two years that he's going to be there because he's going to score twenty two on you. So there is part of that. It's you know in in the acting world they call it shelving. A um, uh, when you're with an agency, one of the bigger agencies, or or if you're a, a musical artist, they do this too. Then they take you and they sign you and they go, yeah, we're going to get you out. And you sign a deal with them for for you know one year, two years, three years, and they go, man, we can, we we believe in you, we want you. They've got somebody just like you, and they want to make sure that the other agency isn't sending you up against me. Right, right. So they sign the next three guys. So that's why I would never want to be in an agency with like a Tom Sizemore mm-hmm. or a guy that when I was coming up. He went up for a lot of the same things I did because if I was with the same agent, well, they're going to send Sizemore if he makes more money than I sure, do. Sure, sure. Well, they're going to send the guy that brings them the biggest check. Yeah. And suddenly I'm going out to you know tampon commercials, wondering why I'm not in movies, <laughs> and I'm not going up for the same stuff. Well, that's so, why we have Paulie here. He got hired, so we didn't we didn't want to go up against him at any other radio stations. We wanted to have him right here. You didn't want to face him. Yeah, I don't want to face well, Paulie. I, I understand. Recently, you made it's your show that made Paulie famous. Is it? That's what he says on Facebook. Yes. Is that what he says? What the look at the look. Weren't you? Wasn't you were there in a fight with Mr. Krabs wasn't on there Facebook? Some, yeah, wasn't there some some reference Ed made to that, that, uh, the great Ed Levine? Yeah, it would be nothing without Josh Thank Grossman. you. Thank you. And that, and it's pretty much the truth, isn't it? No. <laughs> That's dead air right there, man. No, it's not even remotely true. It's not even remotely true. Okay, so if you had to, the the, the uh, emergence of the mole, in all of moldom. I've been on the radio for 25 years. I know you've been on the radio for so Where was your big, where, where, where's the show that, I'm in that, Syracuse. that got no you the big. stripper fame that you have now? I don't have any fame. He was getting strippers before me. He, he was? All he was? Yeah. He was then? He just goes in in sweatpants and slings it around a little bit. And then they, uh, <laughs> wow. They he brings Sal's own with him? The, the pair of tight shorts? Yeah, they come on over. <laughs> Where, where's your? Where was your big first move? What was the thing that got you out there? People, did you do you have people in your career that walk up to you and go, "Hey, you're Paulie, and I know you from." Well, a lot of kids used to listen to me. I, I hate telling. Why were you doing this to me? I used to do a night show. Ooh, what was it called? I don't know about your night show experience. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I pull can this up we, somewhere? And yes, listen to it? I have. All, you, I have boxes of tapes of it. I don't. You, I don't care about what you have saving for your kids. Is it something I can download somewhere or look up on YouTube or look up? Uh, I'm sure, yeah. Wow, what's it called, Mole? I'm fascinated. There, you're going somewhere with this. No, i t- My show used to be called Polly's Playhouse. Pa- like Big Pee-wee's P- P- Big Top? <laughs> yeah. Polly's Playhouse? Seriously? Yes. What, yes. what station was this at? Uh, there was three. It's been on three different stations. This kept throwing you out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been fired and rehired more times. Yeah. This. City than anybody. So Polish Playhouse had a big following at one time. I, I don't know. I, if I say that, I'm going to get slaughtered. So I know I, I was. I had horrible ratings. I was terrible. What? Why do you want to talk about yourself like that? Josh is the number one downloaded show in probably New York State. No, but like it's you huge. do sometimes get the hey, I used to listen to you on the school bus. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate you that. Know, that. And you're like, oh, 
Yeah, like yeah, Nico yeah. Tamarian, a sports guy on TV. He's like a TV guy in Syracuse. Came up to me and goes, "I used to listen to you when I was a kid." And he's in like his thirties, I think. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> I recently broke into the God can I have a picture with you Will you give sign an autograph or you do whatever my mom loves you oh and, and you know it's just like smoking hot chick and Robin you know when she when she's with me she turns around and she gets after a while it gets to be old when someone when you're the chick that's really good looking and you're used to having people pay attention to you mm-hmm. and then someone wants to take their picture with your husband mm-hmm. and they don't want to take the picture with me because they know anything about me they want to take a picture with me because I'm on I'm in movies occasionally or, or that because I'm Alex's brother or because of my last name or whatever that is so but you just you smile sure, sure, and you sure. take the picture sure. but when they say my mom is a big fan of yours, that and hurts. she's thirty. That hurts. Well, her mom's fifty or more. Am I no longer appealing to the? And the answer is no. You're not. Yeah, no, you're actually not. You're not. You're not interesting to me. You're not uh, in my vernacular. You're not popular amongst. You're popular amongst the moms. Yeah, I and, had a kid at the uh, at the grocery store say to me that, "Hey, you went to school." I mean, this is a guy. He was working there. He was probably, I think he was 19, 20. Uh-huh. He goes, you went to high school with my mom. I go, that's the first time that's happened. Uh. <laughs> oh, brutal. Big Top Polly's Workshop. What is it? Polly's Playhouse? What is it? Yes. Polly's Playhouse. I'm Googling that. Let's go to break. Come back. I want to see if I can lift anything from Polly's Playhouse. There might be imaging in the computer here from. Oh, so. oh no. Please pull out. I want this part of my introduction. The home of the Giants. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. All right, so let's go in. Let's, uh... Wow, that was your that was your opening. That, that's a show I still have. I that's have, a show you still have. That's yeah. still on. Yes. yes, he does an '80s show on the other stage. He's on every station in this building. He's he he, he moles his way in. That's why he's the mole. He's the he Justin Timberlake. You, oh, he's the Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, of he's the, media. who's the guy on Ryan uh, Seacrest. He's the Ryan Seacrest. Well, I've never touched him. He's the, the Ryan Seacrest <laughs> of, of of radio. He really is. Is what he is. He is. He's Seacrest. Look at him. He's I'm malicious. So it's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin show. All right, the New York Knicks have fired head coach Jeff Hornacek, and the uh, and Orlando has fired their head coach Frank Vogel. The that is their fourth coach since 2013. Two head coaches out. You know, I, if I didn't love the Knicks and grow, they're not one of my staple teams, I would say so what? Because it's been since 1973 in the biggest city in the country, in the most powerful city and financially probably the most influential city in the world, and they can't figure out a way to win a title in New York. I, I just, I just, I'm dumbfounded by it. I'm dumbfounded by the fact that the Knicks have not really been, and they're in the East, who, and the East sucks compared to the West. Can't we just go buy a bunch of guys and do do you know the American way? Buy it? Yeah. Would you want that job now? Like, it, it, 
like with all the pressure and there's nothing there, would yeah. you want to be? Yeah. Yes. Like if you're Mark Jackson and they call, would you take that job? Uh, you know what? Why don't we call Mark and ask? It's but it's it's such a stressful job, right? That you're stepping in. Yeah, they can't yeah, win. You, but yeah, if you lose in New York, you are well, you're a turd. I, I think that you, you know, there's different reasons why you would come on. You you would take that job. So you're going to take that job if you're Mark Jackson. In my opinion, if you're Mark Jackson, you're taking that job. You were a Nick. That's your alumni. That's that. That's hallowed ground, Madison Square Garden. So I don't think that you're you're looking at it so much as the pressure behind you. I think it's probably different for Mark. Does it start um, to become like when is this going to be a management problem and not a coach's problem? No, it's already been that. They, I mean, the Knicks are a train wreck. Type type in the number right there. Type in the number to call. We'll see if Mark calls us because I'm going to ask him. Um, so, so yeah, the, the, the answer to that is, but, but I mean, for anybody, if you have the opportunity to, to coach the Knicks, the Nets, mm-hmm. uh, the Yankees, the Mets, but I, I, don't you have to? But like, wouldn't you rather just go to Orlando, try and win there and just nobody recognizes you when you walk out on the street and you know, if you're, lo- if you lose. So you're saying the pressure of being a New York team yes. is what really is yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. We talk about that with the Yankees. I mean, it's, it's so fast paced and it's so intense. That the fans turn on you the second you suck, and he had what two two seasons there? How many seasons was he there? And of all the openings, the <clears throat> Knicks have one player, yeah, and that's it. Like you know, Milwaukee'd be a good gig. Well, who wants Orlando? Okay, okay, so that's Orlando would be horrible that. right now. Are you judging what's a good gig based on the potential success or who you feel they have there Absolutely. right now? Absolutely, and of all factors of the city it is the. The team they've got now, the you know, I can coach the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, but I would say no to coach the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee. Is that conversation taking place right now? It could, yeah. But why? Why would you ever? No, of course the, the Bucks no. have a better. I don't think I. I well, no. I, again, I wasn't arguing with you. Who I think goes further in the playoffs or does whatever. Okay, well, yeah, okay, if you're going toughness of job in the city. I'm talking about where you'd want to co- I'm talking about the prestige and the... Uh, but if yeah, you don't it, win in New York, you're you're done. You're done. Oh, so you think if you don't win as the Nick coach, yeah. you're done in coaching? No, you're just... It, it's the pressure of coaching in New York is way higher than it would be in any other market. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. No. So for sure. You, for sure. And I think. I think um, for um, people in the know in the NBA, maybe not necessarily the fans, they realize you know Isaiah, different people that have gone into that building um, have not been successful. Who have been incredibly Pat Riley. You know, never won a title there. You know, so um, I think the 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 dream would be. But that that has to do with the front office more than I think that it has to do with, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to get Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and the surrounding players necessary, or you're going to do the same, look what they did down in, in, in Miami. So those guys got together. They colluded for sure. If that, if that, what they did with LeBron and, and, um, and the, and the other two idiots that went down there, if they, if they had done that anywhere else, in, it would have been considered insider trading. It would have been considered illegal. The SEC would have shut them down if they were a financial institution. But they got together and they decided, uh, Chris Bosch, 
uh, and Dwayne Wade, and they said, the three of us will win an NBA title if we play together. They met privately and talked about that. Make no mistake about that. They met privately and decided that they were going to, the three of them, go there and they were going to win titles. How does that not happen? In, look, what, look what the Dallas Mavericks did. Same thing. Cuban turned around and said, I got the money. I don't care. I want to win a title that bad. And he went and got guys later on in their career that were still really good. And he got Dirk and he got a few other guys. And he bought a title. How does New York not at least give it, give it to the Trump way? Give it to me the Trump way. I'll take it any way I can. It's been a long time. <laughs> Just pay it up. Whatever. Pay it up. Prost- straight up prostitution. Give it to me. What else you got, Josh? Forbes has released its list of the uh, Major League Baseball team valuations. No surprise. Number one is the Yankees, valued at $4 billion. Number two, the Dodgers at $3 billion and the Cubs at $2.9 billion. The least valuable team in baseball is the Tampa Bay Rays, which you can buy in totality for $900 million. You can buy the Tampa Bay Rays for $900 million. I think it's a high valuation. I think it's high. That stadium's a dump. Ah. <laughs> uh, the team's That's a dump. That stadium's a dump. How about, uh, uh, personal-wise, do you have the list in front of you? Yeah. How, how about my favorite team, the San Diego Padres? Your Padres. They've got to be very close to the Tampa Bay Rays. They're down near the bottom. Padres, Marlins, Rays. So you beat out the, the so Rays. So maybe I could afford them. A couple, yeah. more, <laughs> couple more paychecks. It's still under, it's still under a billion? Still, it's about, yeah, like 980. It's a billion dollars for a billion dollars. You could that's pocket change. It's a check for you. I love stories like that, though. With the with the success of Sunny One Hundred Two right now, yeah. (laughs) My Sunny One Hundred Two by the Padres. Yeah, there is that dream though. There's the uh, uh, the guy that does uh, all those inspirational videos. Um, Tony Robbins. No, Vanderchuk. There, he wants to buy the Jets. Like that's his dream. Why he wants to buy the Jets, I don't know. But that's Woody uh, uh, Johnson. He's not going to sell it. Johnson that's Johnson. He always, he always says that, I want to make enough money to buy the Jets. I want to make enough money to buy the Jets. Why would you want to own a team? Why can't you just go? You'd want to own the Padres. No, come on. This is the epitome of why does a dog lick its balls? Because <laughs> it can. Because he can. can. So if I could you... afford to buy my favorite team, I wouldn't a second. That's what I mean. Yeah, you wouldn't so, buy like the bills or something. Why like wouldn't you? you buy just, like just buy the nicest l- l- box? L- l- but listen, but listen, listen, listen. Let's put things in perspective here. It's not like the guys that are buying teams are buying them with their last dime in their county. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? So, yeah. so, you know, when you're the guy that was one of the creators of Microsoft and you decide not only to buy the Trailblazers, but to buy the Seahawks too and everything in between both cities. Because you, know, you have that ungodly amount of money, so if you're now if you're going to try to buy the Yankees, you better be some oil emirate or somebody you know that because they're they weren't purchased for that. that that's what they're worth now. Mm-hmm. So, but but yeah, what, what I mean, what did they sell the Clippers for? The Sterling sold that bit for like two billion, didn't he? Yeah. The other thing people don't realize is like if you have the two billion to buy your favorite right, team, right. you also have to pay guys. You know, if you're the baseball team, you got to pay forty guys. You know. A million bucks each. So it's oh, a, more than that. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. Right. But 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 forget about the money that's generated for the team. Forget about whether the team's going. If you can write a check for, let's say, what's the average? Then two billion, two billion a baseball team. They say? average about one and a half billion. Okay, yeah. one and a half. Billion. If you can write a check for one and a half billion dollars, you've got thirty billion dollars, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is not. This is not some terrifying. This is not. It's less than ten yeah. percent of your yeah, yeah, value yeah. or something. So if you can. So you're worth that kind of bread. And and also, too, it's usually a gr- one guy's a principal owner. Mm-hmm. It's not 
like he buys the team. You know what I mean? I think Cuban actually owns the Mavericks, but not a lot of guys, just one guy own the team. They're coming with some kind of a conglomerate and you know, into the best. You look at the Pagulas in Buffalo, they own every team in Buffalo. Well, Sabres, Bills, uh, there's like some minor league ball team they own. Well, the best, the, the people who have it down the best are the Green Bay Packers because they're owned by the public. Yeah, that's awesome. They're a public. Oh, I love that. I say put them all up for public. What else all you got? Right, finally, uh, a story. <clears throat> a German billionaire is missing in the Alps. The snow has come in and they cannot find him. He went on a solo ski trip on Saturday. His name is Carl. Irvin Howe, and he is worth $3.7 billion. Okay, so why does... Now you say he goes... Uh, describe what the the title you just gave us. He, he is he, a German billionaire. And he went on a single... Solo ski trip. He what got does in a, a solo ski trip mean? Into the, into the Matterhorn. He got into a cable car. Everybody saw him off. Went to go skiing, and nobody has seen him since. Because he wanted to go by himself into the Alps, because he, quote, likes to climb mountains and ski. Yeah, You're worth three point seven billion. Why are you doing this? There's something going on. This is when Robin says to me, "Don't worry about your safety belt," and you know that she just got the fresh insurance policy. <laughs> this is the sun. This is, yeah, this is I, I smell badness. I smell badness going on about Jan. Why do people do this? It's like climbing Everest. Why would you want to do? Oh, that? I would totally climb Everest. Do you know how much it costs to do that? Forty-five, eighty-five thousand. You would climb Everest? Uh, actually, um, I as my cr- combination Christmas. And this is another reason why I had to quit smoking. Um, my Christmas and my birthday present was I want to run with the Bulls. Now, you told me you ran with the Bulls. So of course, that was in Mexico. Yeah, Mexicali, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, Mexicali, Mexico. <laughs> Paulie ran with the Bulls. Sonny, 102. Closest he could get to. It's fine. So, so, so Paulie ran with the Bulls. Uh, my my two-year plan right now is to, uh, three-year plan, actually, is to run with the Bulls this, this uh, summer in July. Um, so I, that's what I wanted from Robin. I wanted her to get me set up the cameras. I have two body cams, a helmet cam, and then have a camera crew f- shoot me running with the bulls. So I want to have that. And then um, I've already spoken to famed trainer Tom Twilliger, and Tom is uh, was Mister America. Uh, he's out of Denver, which is high altitude, and uh, I'd like to uh, shoot a documentary um, you know, three years from now. So when I'm 59, uh, that I'm going to climb Everest. That's Paulie's biggest. Yeah, he's I, obsessed inf- with Everest. It infuriates me. It infuriates you that people want to go yeah, do it, or that yeah, you, and that, and I'm also fascinated by the bodies, like all the dead bodies that you use as markers. They litter, yeah, because like they can't get them off. <laughs> they they can't. The about. Everest is just littered with dead bodies and feces, you're, you're, human feces. Yeah, you're not allowed to move the bodies. Well, you, they can't get them down. That's a fu- no. They can. That's a final resting place. You can't move them by law. Oh, so yeah, yeah. But when someone dies in a spot over there, that's where they died. You know, so but there's like just frozen dudes, and they look the same. They're just sitting yeah, there, they, they're there every year. They go they're by. Them. There's the blue shoe guy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah they have yeah. different titles. Yeah, they're mile markers. Well, sir, uh, well, well, sir, somebody's up there too. Let's go to break. We'll come right back. We'll talk more about death and destruction with Polly the Mullah Josh. Every strikeout, one-two pitch, breaking ball, swing and a miss. There it is, a baker's dozen for Jacob Degrom. Every run, hit deep to left field. Home run number three is on the way, and there she goes. Every walk off, swing a high fly ball, deep right field. Jay Bruce hits it out. The home of Mets baseball. Conforto towards the alley on the run, diving. What a catch! Michael Conforto stabs it out of the air. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 AM, and. 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show.
Yes. And we are back. And guess what we're back with, Joshy? Lunchtime. Tell Cam's, us. baby. Cam's Pizzeria. Cam's Pizzeria. The best pizzeria in all central New York. 17 locations. Grand opening. 12-year anniversary. Was it 12-year anniversary? 12-year Yes. The Camilla year. store is 12 years old, you said, yeah. How many locations we got now? This was 17. We just opened up in Cicero. Cicero's wow. grand opening is May 1st, you said? That is correct, yes. Cam's. I'm telling you, there's a reason they're all over the place, Daniel. It's large. It's large. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's large when you're talking about Cam's. And he's, he's bringing in pie because uh, the last time he brought in pie, you were down in Omaha. No, and I got listen, to eat it. And you didn't. You don't tell me. This is what he does. So mm. This is how much he likes it. He'll very rarely double cross me. <laughs> but he'll double cross me for Cam's. I will. So they, these two idiots know that the pizza's coming, and they know that I leave shortly after I'm done with the show. So they go, oh, yeah, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, see you later. Okay, see you tomorrow. And they gavone all the cams. Listen, guilty as charged. Guilty yeah. as charged. They gavone all the cams. <laughs> what does that look for? So today I said come in before 11, and you did. And here <laughs> we are. me of backstabbing you over pizza. You're, you're fully capable for food. You, you love cams. I do. And so the pizzas you, are giant. So you Between the three of us, me, Polly, and Salzone, we ate an entire large. I could eat an entire large. Yeah, I, I challenge myself. Right back. Sometimes I challenge myself. I try. Well, what, <laughs> what do we got going over there at large right now? What do we got? It's a 20-inch Cam's pizza that's half cheese and half chicken bacon ranch. Chicken bacon ranch. I don't think I've ever enjoyed a chicken bacon ranch. It's going to change your life. Forget about it. Is it over? Not, it's over. It's over. It's one of the biggest and best sellers we have. It's wow. my favorite it's if I could have that every day of my life. It's it's, it's my uh, it's my uh, like it's your go to. It's my desert island food. If I had desert island food, it'd be the chicken bacon ranch. <laughs> yeah, your desert island. If they're like, I'm gonna put you on an island, you can only eat one thing for the rest okay, of your life. Okay, so that. here's the real test. Yeah, your kids. Yeah, they're staying no matter what. Kids are always yeah. But kids. you get kids and cams or wife and kids on the desert island. Which one are you going? Kids with? and cams, obviously. <laughs> kids and cams. <laughs> Right? I like it. Uh, got like about it. got about a minute left. Any specials you want to throw out for the people to to know about or websites? Anything? We got a grand opening going on, yeah. Cicero. When's grand that opening May first. Yes. Matter of fact, come on out for lunch. Join us. Yes. Okay, we should do the show from camps. Go right over that there. Sounds man. great. Yeah. <laughs> Go right out there. Do the show. Stuff our fat faces. Who we got to talk to here about that? We can who make we it talk to. Paul's yeah. got the equipment. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. but who we got to talk to? Polly gets it all done. Just one Polly call, one stop done. shopping. Polly. Polly just said it's done. Throw a slice of pizza in front of this whore. He's in. <laughs> yeah, I you like give him it. some wings. He's he's a he's an idiot for wings. You put him wings in front of him. He'll Cam's go got good wings. Oh, uh, we got it. you covered there. No yeah, problem. He's got great wings. Wow. All right, ten wow, seconds. Like uh, Camspizzeria dot com, and that's all right. That's right. Fifty percent off online ordering, and uh, today we're doing get a free twelve inch pizza for twelve year anniversary. Buying a twenty inch. Buy a twenty. You get half off if you order online. 15%. 15. One I was going to say, holy smokes, how are you going to stay in business? <laughs> Still 15% off if you order online. Yes, sir. Wow, that's a deal. Campfeatoria.com. out there with families out there? Love it. How do you beat that? That's good looking out. Thank you, Tony.